KB, this is episode 105, Sports State of Mind, with the one and only Tebow. What's good, bro? Oh, man. Happy happy Father's Day, my boy. Happy Father's Day, all the fathers out there. Gonna give y'all a good show today, man. I appreciate that. So, at the time that we are recording this, as you know, it's Father's Day. So, just like what Tebow said, happy Father's Day to everyone. By the time this episode is released, it will be Juneteenth. So, happy Juneteenth to everyone also listening uh, across the world. Now, oh, if you bro, ever, oh, wait, you you good? Happy birthday to my sister too. See, if I if I say that, she gonna go crazy. You know. I'm oh like, yeah. No smoke. What's her name? Uh, what's her Happy, name? Uh, Tabitha. Happy birthday, Tabitha. Love you, man. You know. Happy birthday, Tabitha, as well. All right, man. So this is episode 105. 105 is only right that we name any athletes that have worn the number five. I took a lot of athletes off my list because I'm pretty sure Tebow, you have them on your list. Because uh, who you got? Uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna go too crazy because five is five a common number. There's a lot of people, so I want to leave you some. I want to leave you some. Uh, first up, I got Jason Kidd, number number five for the Nets. I think he wore it on the Knicks too his last year because he wore yeah. number two. Uh, he wore two on yeah, the Mavericks. Yeah, yeah. I think he wore number two on the Mavericks. His first time, the so. first time when he was with the Mavericks, he wore number five. That I can okay. remember. Okay. Um. T. Higgins, Bengals wide receiver. He changed his number back to his college cool. number, number five. Um, Jalen Ramsey, of course, Miami Dolphins cornerback. Jalen Rose, NBA analyst and NBA player. He went number five for the Pacers. I want to say, I think he went number five for the Pacers and the. Uh, not, not the. I don't think he went number five for the Raptors. And last, you know, gotta go, with my boy KG. Number five, Boston Celtics. Got got to do that, man. Okay, okay. All right, so number five, I got Victor Oladipo when he played for the Orlando Magics and OKC Thunder. Shabazz Napier wore number five when he um, was with the Washington Wizards. Bill Walton also wore number five when he was with the Boston Celtics. (laughs) This guy right here, Ron Mercer, <laughs> wore number five with with the Boston Celtics, uh, Denver Nuggets, uh, Orlando Magic, Chicago Bulls, and Indiana Pacers. Uh, Stephon uh, Gilmore wore number five with the uh, Indianapolis Colts. And Richard Sherman also wore number five with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah, I forgot. He did. I forgot about that. All right. All right. A good list. Two good lists. Number six. I like episode six, we we could go go crazy on that one. Yeah, but, uh, I agree. Let's 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 jump. Let's let's pause. Let's jump right into this, man. You know, sports news <laughs> around the world. <laughs> First up, we got Messi leaving PSG, so reportedly signing with the MLS. Uh, enter Miami. Before he signed, tickets were about like twenty nine dollars. Now it skyrocketed to almost five hundred dollars. What's your what's your thoughts on that? I mean, it's it's the Messi effect. I mean, regardless his his age, he's still one of the top soccer players in the world. And it's just at this point, 
he's in America, and if he's going to come, of course, uh, everyone's going to want to see him. So the ticket prices for sure is going to go up. So I respect it, um, and I think they were trying to get him to go in um, – uh, what's the other country where they try to get him? Uh, Saudi Arabia, right? Yeah. Yeah, so and, – and, and I'm pretty sure – he would have got paid too. But, you know, when you think about lifestyles and everything, and, and there's a lot of um, people from Argentina within uh, Miami, I, I, I think that really made his decision even easier, you know, when you include yeah. all that. There's um, some of the, whatchamacallit, I heard some reports that one of like some of his boys, like um, Di Maria, one of his players in Argentina, he might sign with them too. Like Sergio Ramos, some of his old players who are like, Leaving that side part of soccer, coming over here, get the bag. Why not? Live in Miami, nightlife. I I do it too. You, yeah. I, what, what more can he do over there? It's nothing up. Yeah. Um, yeah. But moving on, uh, Stanley Cup, Las Vegas Knights expansion team. They came into the league. I want to say 2017. Um, yeah. They made it to the War Stanley Cup their first season. Lost to the uh, Washington Capitals, of course. Um, finally got back. Beating the ah, Florida Panthers. Florida, Florida Panthers. Panthers. Florida Panthers. They beat the Florida Panthers in five games, I want to say. Five games oh, yeah. to win the first Stanley Cup. Uh, I like it. I feel kind of because Florida hasn't won a Stanley Cup neither. They've been in the league for I don't know how many years. But in Las <laughs> Vegas, for six years, that's crazy. And they were blowing them out too. They were putting up like nine goals a game. I'm like, oh, my goodness. What's your, what's your yeah. thoughts on that? I mean, I'm just, I mean, it shows, you know, Las Vegas. I mean, they, they have already won a WNBA championship. Now they got a, a Stanley Cup championship. I don't understand why the NBA isn't there. NFL is already there. Potentially, I think uh, the Oakland A's is going to be on their way there. Like, Las Vegas may be, you know, the next move. I'm not saying the next NBA team that goes there is going to win, but – I enjoy the fact that Vegas is starting to become a sports town just based off of what the Knights can do and potentially the Aces could win it all again in the WNBA this season. So I like it. I do too. Like, imagine that parade. I, I, I think it already happened. Didn't check it, but Vegas, Vegas already crazy without winning, winning championships. Imagine now that they got their first championship, well, second championship. Um, it was crazy. <laughs> uh, West Virginia head coach Bob Huggins He played there in 1975 to 1977 Immediately became an assistant coach for a year Left, came back in 07 Been there the last 16 years So uh, he recently just got a DUI Having a blood alcohol level of 0.21 With the legal limit is 0.08 Where we at? At what what are your thoughts about that? How, where do you, how do you feel like they handled this so far? I mean, I didn't feel like they handled it because he stepped down. Mm. Like, if the school really wanted to make a message, they should have relieved him from, you know, like, they didn't. I mean, first of all, no one at that high capacity should be doing that, especially, like, I know if that was my coach, I wouldn't respect his ass. Like, I would not respect his ass, like, coming back into – the locker room and he's trying to discipline me and it's like bro you got a DUI you got a point two one like why are you yeah. why are you even that drunk bro like I don't he probably, understand he probably cursed them out for way less than that too 
Way yeah. less than seven. That's what his ass get. Mm-hmm. That's, That's what he gets, bro. Yeah. Thank God nobody was hurt, but yeah, 0.21 is crazy. That is that's crazy. Yeah, that's like straight shots, no chaser. <laughs> like, all right. So let's go ahead into this NBA. As we already know, the Denver Nuggets have uh, won the NBA championship first time in their franchise history, I believe, 47 years. Joker is the truth, straight up the truth. Um, a lot of talks ever since the finals had, had happened. A lot of people are assuming Potentially, they could be maybe the next dynasty. I think the NBA is too deep to even have a dynasty right now because you think about just the last four years, we had four different NBA champions. Uh, do not get me wrong now. Nuggets are nice. Joker with with him and, and Murray are legit. But you think they can run it back? I mean, I know it's too, too early. Uh, you know, what's your thoughts on that? Uh, first off, congrats to them. You see, I got the I got the uh Colorado yeah, Rockies Nuggets. Hat. You see, you know, uh, go I fight though, Miami. Go fight by Miami. Um, I don't see. I don't think they could be a dynasty because the new CB, the way the new CBA is putting out, they're not going to let people get that much money. Be keep giving out as much money as they are. And I think Jokic just got an extension like two years ago or something like that. He's making. He's gonna get his money regardless, even if he. He's going to get his money regardless. Michael Porter Jr. just signed a big extension. Jamal Murray got his big extension too. So I don't know how much money they're going to have to get at a bench and all that. But I I don't think their window's closed. Uh, Jokic, Jokic is a dog. He could, he should yeah, be sitting yeah. on three. He should be sitting on three MVPs and a finals MVP right now. I said, I said, watch. He said, y'all going, this is what Embiid do. Y'all can have a regular season. I'm going to get this finals MVP. Call it a day. But they, I don't see the, I don't see them becoming a dynasty. I can see them winning another championship, but I don't, I don't see a dynasty brewing or nothing like that. Mm, yeah, well, we'll see though. I mean, uh, another thing for sure that we are going to see is John Morant missing twenty, the first twenty five games of the season for his suspension. If you were to ask me, that literally is a slap on the wrist. What's your thoughts, Tebow? It is too. I said it on here. I, I suspended for half the season. Set, set, set an example. You can't keep. The first time, I you know maybe we're making excuses for him, but the second time, no, bro, nah. I like I said, I, I gave him half the season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's not even like the suspension is no different as if he like what like pulled a hamstring muscle or or like or, or I mean t- tore a a hamstring muscle or something, you know, missing the first 25 games. Like, I think that's, that's what, until like Christmas. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's the 25 Huh? I think his first game back will be Christmas day. And you know, they're going to yeah, put that on. They, yep. 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 That's exactly what they're going to do. They're going to suspend him for the 25 games. And then on Christmas day, they're, they're going to have him playing against the Lakers or the Golden State Warriors mm-hmm. or something like that. Just get out, Marcus, shit. Just get out that game too. Yeah, like shit. Mm. Gonna be getting John Moran jerseys for Christmas. I'm rapping them. I think though, I like John though. I, 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 I still get a jersey. I like John though. I mean, honestly, I I mean, I do like John too. I'm that de- you know, we're definitely not throwing shade shade towards his way. But I mean, if I could get a John jersey, I would like to get the old Memphis Grizzlies jersey, the black one. 
so I can wear it with my red red carpet LeBrons. They go perfect with those. I I need that Vancouver, the Vancouver joint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got a Slam yeah. magazine of him in his rookie year with the Vancouver one on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that joint, that tough. Yeah. So next, Michael Jordan sells the Charlotte Hornets after owning the team for 13 years. He bought the team at 275 mil. And now he sold it for three billion dollars. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't even know why we're talking about it. But like, honestly, Michael Jordan didn't do anything within his 13 years owning the team. The only two things that stand out is when that time when LeBron was looking at Jordan when he dunked on um, the at the time Charlotte Bobcats in uh, the playoffs, and then that time when Jordan smacked a uh, cousin in the back of the head. I forgot his name. He now plays Malik for the Kings. Malik Monk. Uh, Malik Monk. Malik Monk. Like those those are the two highlights that I can say that it happened within his 13 year tender with um the Charlotte Bobcats Bobcats slash uh Charlotte Hornets. Honestly. Because other than yeah, other than what you just named and him bringing the team, well, changing the name from Bobcats yeah. to Hornets, that he didn't really do nothing for the team. So I would have done the same thing he did. Get get up out of there, man. You you, you greatest basketball player of all time, and I think he still has like a minority stake in the team too. So he still can like you know what I mean, still be there. But at the same time, you don't got to worry about that. Just give me my three billion. Y'all could do what y'all do. Man. So mm. hey, no Jordan. Jordan about them dollars, man. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. NBA draft coming this week. A lot of trade rumors. Of course, the number one trade rumor right now. Uh, as we know, the Washington Wizards is trying to clean house. Um, Bradley Bill, who has a no-trade clause last year, he just signed a big, huge deal, which, honestly, for me, I think Bradley Bill was always overrated. Um, I never thought that he could lead. He should be your number one player. Now, if teams that they're talking about that he could potentially go to, they said uh, the Phoenix Suns, that right there is a good fit. But then I just want to see how that roster is going to um, work out the rest rest of the way. I know they would probably have to give up a CP3. Potentially, they would have to give up Aiden, um, which, you know, like, if the Wizards could somehow get Aiden back, I, I feel like Aiden is a type of player that could be good on a small market team. Um, and then, potentially, they say that um, the Miami Heat may want Bill, but uh, they're not willing to give away Hero. And I was like, oh, how is that going to <laughs> – what are they going to trade? <laughs> What's your thoughts? Um, yeah, they said um, – I saw one report that had that Miami offered Kyle Lowry, Duncan Robinson, and, like, a couple first-round picks for Bradley Beal. But Bradley Beal has no trade costs, too, so he can, he, can, he can dictate where he wants to go. And like you said, with Phoenix, I don't see they, – they already don't have depth. So to get rid of him, you got to give some some more away. Like Aiden, I wouldn't trade Aiden for Bill because they could probably get more for Aiden, like assets and all that, than just a player for player swap with Bill. But they need they need more assets. So, but Bill Booker and KD, that would be deadly. Oh yeah, that'd be deadly. yeah for sure. I don't know who will be defending, but yeah, offensively, yeah. it's crazy, crazy because Bill. They still so they waived Chris Paul, so they still have the rights to him because they didn't yeah, cut him. So, right? so right now, officially, they have yet to cut him. Um, I guess it's going to be one of them things, just like just like Dalvin Cook. I guess 
um, before free agency hit. If they can't trade them, they're going to find out a way to either uh, waive them or, or, you know, something like that. So plus there's other rumors saying that Zion Williamson could also be traded. I mean, I can, I can definitely understand that when you think about the Pelicans as far. I mean, it's just, it's just one of those things where, he had if Zion is healthy, that team to me is a playoff team. You know, could be potentially a potentially a uh contender to me. I think so. If Zion is healthy, is if Zion plays at least 75 games and that team is there, I feel like they can they can I'm not saying they're going to NBA finals, but I'm saying they can mm-hmm. go at least second round to the second round. I think so. Yeah. So uh do you think I'm, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> Do you think that it's time for them? I mean, because they still got Bi there, they still got uh, what's his name, McCullum there. You know, like they got nice, nice pieces. To be honest with you, it's just Zion's always hurt. Yeah, that's a wild boy. First of all, it's a wild boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, I don't think. I think if they traded him. They they have a roster where they could they could make noise right now. Like they can make a deep play. I'm not I, like you just said. I wouldn't say they will win the championship, but I think they could make a deep run with the, their roster right now. But Zion not there. You trade Zion, you can trade somebody for somebody who's there. Like my opinion, the best of the best ability is availability. You can't play if you can't play when I need you in the biggest games. Then what can I do? Like the playing game last year, they said he could warm up or something like that. He didn't even want to do that. Like nah, I can't you. Mm-hmm. That that yeah. 2019 draft class is looking real queasy right now. Zion, yeah. RJ. Yeah. So other trades, uh, potentially Dame could could get traded. I'm okay with the uh, uh, a Zach Levine trade, to be honest with you, because uh, this Bulls man. I mean, it's like let's just let's just be real. Like Zach Levine, don't get me wrong, he's nice, but it's just like ah, is he he kind of fits to me in that same role like Bradley Bill. Like nice players could drop a quick bucket, but they can't be your they can't be your best player on your team. Like it's not like you're not gonna like you're not gonna win. Like you're not. So um You're saying I'm, that the Oh my bad. Go ahead, no, go ahead. You good? Oh no, I was saying they they said the Suns were interested in Malcolm Brogdon. They're calling us about Malcolm Brogdon, too. I wouldn't mind CP3 and Green. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't mind that for a year. I'm not saying we need him for three years. year or two. Get them. That's what we need. We need a point guard who can facilitate, do all that. For him, it's just just like you said, availability. If CP3 could, could – um, I mean, it doesn't even have to be available during – the season, it's exactly. The exactly. That's all we need. Marcus Smart, and Marcus Smart, and Derek White will get us through regular season. All that CB three in the playoffs, turn it up. He'd be good. That's what I'm saying. He will be that. That'd be a good fit for us. Yeah, I would love that. So we'll see. NFL draft is on Thursday. This thing is going to be crazy. I feel like it's going to be a lot of trades. I feel like it's going to be a lot of trades. It's mm-hmm. like one of them things where a lot of teams don't like what they have, especially the Pelicans. At this point, it's like three years. Within it, and it's just like, yo, we we were supposed to be the team of the future. They got a a hella picks. Uh, the Suns, we will see what they do. Obviously, they got KD, so you need a third star to either you know to win. 
Um, because him and Book, I don't think that they can do it. Uh, they can do it, do it together. And um, Dame, you know, hopefully, if the Heat misses out on Dame, who knows? They may trade Dame to, uh, uh, you know, the Heat, and Tyler Hero will go to Portland. We'll see with that. But quick question: What? What? Name? Give me a trade that you think going to happen draft night. Draft night. If you, uh, yeah. Hmm. I mean, Bradley Bill is the obvious one, uh, but uh, I feel like Pascal Siakam. Like, I feel like he may get traded with the Raptors because it's one of those things where uh, Fred Van Fred Van Fleek Van Fleek is gone. Uh, pretty much, he rejected his player option. Um, I feel like OG and Anobi as well. I feel like Raptors are going to change their uh, team up a little bit because they're still kind of on that championship high with their big contracts after they won a championship by, you know. So I think Raptors are going to be making some trades, uh, some moves. Okay. How about you? I got, I think, I don't think, I think Portland's going to do something big with that number three pick. I think they are. Hmm. They want to keep, they want to keep Damon. It's not like Dame saying that he wants to leave. So it's like, you got this top three pick. I can't tell you the last time they had a top five pick. This this is the time you got to go in and get somebody. Even if it's like a one-year – I don't know, though. I don't want to say like a one-year rental because as a fan of that team, I wouldn't do that. Me, personally, I wouldn't do that. But it's like the Blazers, they like – they got to win now for real. So I definitely see I them know. moving. I, mean, I feel like – I feel like they're, they're best. I mean, they're only feeling pressure because they got Dame. I feel like if you can trade Dame and still got that number three pick, I think you're good. Honestly, like, honestly, I'll be good trading Dame for uh, Tyler Hero or something and then getting a third round pick. I mean, getting the third overall pick. Because even if you got Dame, even if you make a trade with, with the third pick, like, that's not going to make him a contender. That's not like this. I don't think there's anything that the Portland Trailblazers can do this offseason to make them a contender. Like there isn't like, I don't, like what can they do? Can they trade for KD and then, and then just base it off that type shit. But it's like, if they, they got damn, they get somebody else. There's no, I don't think there's a team in the NBA that's like light years away from anybody. I feel like if you get a, a, that number two star, and if they give up that number three pick, they're not going to have to give up that much more than just that third pick. So they could still make other moves to get assets there. So I don't know. I think I think they could I think they could do something with Dame. I'm a, I'm a, a Dame player? on my uh, What's mm-hmm. a player that they can get? What's a player that they can get? Because we got to understand, they are in the West. And the West is not easy. So what's a player that the Portland Trailblazers can get just to make them a contender? Who's available for a trade? No, I mean not just who is available. I mean just, I mean oh, okay, just some, another player who can become a contender. Yeah. Hmm. Giannis, Paul George. I think if you, you put get Damian, I think but Paul George with Damian Lillard. I like that. I like that duo. Because one of them, Paul George, got to play with somebody who's not going to get hurt. Like Damian Lillard, right. this is the last last year he the last year he they shut him down last year because they wasn't going in. And the year before that, he got hurt. That's the first time in his career that he really got hurt for like a long period of time. 
So like you put Paul George with somebody, just keep him afloat until then. I can see it. I hope I ain't talking I don't, crazy. Don't come from comments I mean, that, but I'm talking. I can, I can see him second round type, but I don't see him conference finals, NBA finals, winning it, even with um Dame and Paul George. I'm not putting no disrespect on Paul George. Paul George is a dog, but I feel like I don't know. I don't know. Because I know personally I won't trade my third overall pick for Paul George. I wouldn't. Yeah, I was just naming names. I, I could have to think of something. I wouldn't trade the yeah. third pick for Paul George. But it's like you got to realize what the Hornets going to do. Because I don't I don't want – I don't think – you got to think about what Brandon Miller's case is going to do. Because that could come back to him. If Scoot Henderson gets taken at two and then you, you're stuck with Brandon Miller or somebody else, that could come back to bite you in the ass. A couple years or something like because you don't know what's about that. So that's my that opinion. is true. That is true. I mean, we'll see, man. Because I mean, I everyone wants to see Dame Dame win, and especially they want to see him win inside Portland. But it's just like I think they. I mean, they got a lot of young pieces, but no one in the free agent is going to sign there. Like for some reason, yeah, like no. no one's going to. No one like they would have to get like players like. I don't know, like I say trade though. That's why I said trade though. Because yeah, if you yeah, trade yeah. somebody there and give them like a fit of the culture, be like, hey, come on, like you know, they they Yeah. I mean we'll see, man. We'll you know, we'll definitely see. I cannot wait for the draft. I know I I know for sure I'm not watching that shit live. That shit starts at like mm-hmm. eight PM, which is like three AM where I'm where I'm at and I love the sport, but I can just look at the highlights and um when I wake up, <laughs> so yeah. After the first, after the first like twenty five picks, I'm like, all right, twenty picks. I'm like, all right, bro, let's wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. But all right, man. So we will see. Once again, happy Father's Day to everyone that is listening, and happy Juneteenth to everyone out there as well as that is celebrated on Monday. Sports State of Mind, Episode One Hundred Five. Stars KB and Tebow. We are out. <laughs>